This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 24, Playing the Money Game by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, or if you're new here, welcome for the first time. It's great to have you here, and I'm very thankful that you're joining me and you're interested in optimizing your life. Yesterday, I read a post from a new author of this show, Mr. Money Mustache, which I'm super excited about. And today I thought I'd stick with the money theme because let's face it, pretty much all of us want more money. Despite being interested in minimalism and reading posts from the minimalists, we could all use just a little more money to really be comfortable, right? If not, you're definitely doing something right and maybe you should be an author on this show. Anyway, in keeping with the money theme, today I'm reading a post from Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com, and it's about his take on our attitudes towards money. It also has an analogy to a board game, which I love because I recently got back into board games. As a bit of a nerd, I always loved playing them as kids, but I kind of forgot about them as I got older, and I've rediscovered some. And actually found some new ones that are meant for adults and are a lot of fun. Some even cooperative, which is cool and new to me. So yeah, I like that analogy. But even if you don't like board games, I think this is a great post. And like yesterday, I'm going to experiment and not have a sponsor at the beginning because if you enjoy the show, I figure you're a state of the end anyway. And that's the time to mention myself as a sponsor. So with that, let's roll to see who goes first and start optimizing your life. Playing the Money Game by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com It's amazing how much time and energy people waste stressing over money, reacting to financial setbacks as if money is life itself. For my son Kyle's fifth birthday earlier this month, he received the board game Trouble as one of his gifts. The game involves mostly luck plus a small amount of skill, easily enough for a child to grasp. Our family has played this game together several times so far. We often play games together after dinner. Aaron plays the game fairly calmly, but my eight-year-old daughter Emily and I totally ham it up when we play screaming for certain die rolls to come up, giving each other high fives after dealing the leader a setback, verbally strategizing as if we can control the odds and laughing uproariously. Kyle, however, takes the game far more seriously. When he's in the lead and one of his pieces gets knocked back to the starting position, common setback in the game, he may get so upset he can barely continue playing. Even when he wins a game, he's reticent to play again. We try to explain to him that it's just a game and mostly blind luck at that but he hasn't yet reached the level of maturity where he can grasp that kind of abstraction. He gets so attached to his pieces that any kind of setback is seen as a personal blow. 
Interestingly, Kyle has actually won more games than Emily and I have, but he doesn't enjoy his victories as much as Emily and I enjoy our defeats. The game seems to be a fairly stressful experience for him. When he wins, his happiness is very brief, and he seems to dread it when we say let's play again. Now he still seems to enjoy playing the game, we certainly don't force him to play, but his attachment makes it more stressful than fun for him. On the other hand, Emily and I have so much fun when we play that you never know if one of us was winning or losing. Every minor gain leads to outlandish celebration. You'd think we just won the lottery each time we captured a piece. Because we don't take the game personally, we enjoy it a lot more. Of course, this is a metaphor for how people relate to their finances. Many people play the game like Kyle plays Trouble, feeling stressed and worried because there's this underlying fear of loss. A significant financial setback is seen as a serious personal blow. Even financial victories can't be enjoyed much because the next setback could come at any time. Any uncertainties serve to increase the stress and worry, which leads to the desire to clench down really hard and try to control every known factor to avoid any potential risk. Another possible reaction is to check out from the game entirely and refuse to play, except as absolutely necessary, lamenting the great unfairness of it all. How would you react to a player who played trouble like this? If it's a young child, no big deal, right? He'll outgrow that phase soon enough. But what about a grown adult who plays this way? What advice would you give such a person? How about, quote, chill out, dude, it's just a game. Don't take it so seriously, unquote. What's the point of playing the game Trouble? Is it to win? No. The point is to enjoy the experience and have fun. What's the point of playing the money game? Is it to amass a fortune? Of course not. You're going to lose it all when you die anyway. The point is to enjoy the experience, have fun, and grow from it. The money game isn't your enemy, it's your teacher. Just as Kyle needs to learn not to take the game trouble so seriously, many people need to learn not to stress out over the money game. If you lose all your money, sure it stings a little, but it really isn't the end of the world. There's always another opportunity to get back in the game. Going broke or bankrupt isn't a death sentence. Nine years ago, Aaron and I lost a round of the money game. We got kicked out of our apartment, went bankrupt, and had to start over from scratch with almost zero cash and minimal income. But guess what? We're still playing the game, having fun, and learning from it. Those early losses simply helped us become better players. Isn't this a better approach than whining about the loss and saying, quote, that's not fair, I'm never playing this stupid game again, end quote. Don't blame the money game if you're a bad player. It's not the game's fault if you suck at playing. Don't blame the other players either, especially the ones you perceive as more skillful or more lucky than you. In terms of being able to win equally, the money game may not seem particularly fair. That's irrelevant though because winning isn't the point. This isn't a game that can be won with any sense of finality anyway. However, in terms of the opportunity for growth, the money game is very fair. If you play full out, you will undoubtedly grow from it. It's much more fun to play the money game like Emily and I play Trouble. We keep ourselves in a fun, lighthearted state, so no matter what happens, we enjoy it. Even though the game is supposed to be competitive, we celebrate each other's victories. We'll even celebrate Kyle's victories to help encourage him. Although trouble is mostly luck, skill plays a much bigger factor in the real-life money game. If you play the money game scared, you'll tend to do very poorly. If you're worried about losing your pieces, i.e. your money, you'll play the game way too tight. If you see it as a fun game, you'll loosen up and you'll feel more comfortable playing in a larger field. Money needn't be a stressful or worrisome part of your life if you treat the money game as a fun growth experience. 
If you don't take your financial life so seriously, you can learn to enjoy the process of shifting from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. There's no mandate that says you must stress yourself out about money, regardless of your current financial situation. Even though real life may seem more serious than a game of trouble, you can still laugh in the face of defeat and enjoy the game regardless of circumstances. Play the money game for fun and growth, including the fun and growth of the other players. Don't stress over whether you think you're winning or losing. The more important question is, are you growing? You just listened to the post titled Playing the Money Game by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. There were some analogies to poker in that too when he talks about playing too tight. And like in poker, if you play too loose, that's another surefire way to lose your chips. So it's all about finding that middle path. And I don't know about you, but I'm really liking these posts related to money. But hey, it's not about me here. I'm reading this for you. So if you want to hear more from a certain author or more on a specific theme, just let me know. You can visit me online at oldpodcast.com and you can get in contact with me there. And that's my sponsor today, myself. So if you enjoyed the show, I'd love it if you visit me online at oldpodcast.com and you can also join the newsletter to get some free stuff. And that's it for episode 24. That means tomorrow I'll be halfway to my mini milestone of 50 episodes. So I'll see you there. Your optimal life awaits. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.